saying goodbye to them. I am going. Can you imagine how they felt? They're probably sad, scared, lost. Have you ever said goodbye to anybody? Like you've come to spend time with them, Maureen. And after tea and coffee, you say, time to go. Or you've gone on holiday. In Devon, is that right? And then you say, time to go now. I'll see you again next year. Now, that time of saying goodbye, or some friends of mine who are visiting, will be saying goodbye soon. And they'll say, we'll see you again after a while. And that moment of saying goodbye can be really, really scary, can be sad. Sometimes you might say, oh, it's very sad you're saying goodbye. And then quietly you're thinking, yay, they're leaving. Do you ever do that? Do you ever do that? Don't confess, don't put your hands up. But then sometimes you, you then shut the door and thinking, yes, they're gone. You can do better than that, St. John's. Anyway, so... So they're leaving, and I want to just take you to John's Gospel. In John's Gospel, there's a scene that is a little bit different from Ascension when Jesus is about to leave. So in John's Gospel, there's an intimate moment, a bit like the Last Supper. So they're sitting around a table, and Jesus says to them, I will be going. I'll be leaving And he says, it's actually good that I go. Because if I don't go, I can't send the Holy Spirit. Why? Because who is the Holy Spirit? My expert, I won't ask them now. But who is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is is God. You've got God the Father. You've got God the Son. God the Holy Spirit, who is the Spirit of Jesus. And Jesus says, if I don't go, I can't send him. But it's better that I go, because when I send him, unlike me, Jesus says, I'm in one place at one time. But if I send the Holy Spirit, he can be everywhere at all times. It means that if we all prayed at the same time, like we're going to do right now, so you say what I'm going to say. Come, Holy Spirit. Everybody? I can't hear you. I didn't hear you. The ceiling is quite high. You can do better. So we've all prayed. And God answers that prayer at the same time. So because the Holy Spirit is available to all of us at the same time here, and the other churches, can you shout out any other churches you know in Ealing? Who? St. Melitus. St. Mary's. St. Stephen's. St. Paul's. Holy Tree, okay, outside, outside Ealing, HTB, great, outside England, Church of Uganda, thank you, and, and others. So we're all praying the same prayer again, everybody. And he answers that prayer at the same time. And that's what he's saying to them in John's Gospel. In chapter 14, he's saying, it's better that I go, because if I go, then I can send the Holy Spirit, and he will be available to you at all times. What does the Holy Spirit do? Jesus says, 
He is the paraclete. Okay, that's, that's a bit of a deep word. He is the advocate. He can speak on your behalf. He will be there for you when you don't have a voice. He is your comforter. He is your friend. He's there at all times. He's your healer. Jesus is Emmanuel. He's the God with us. And you say, but I can't see Jesus here with me. But by his spirit, he is there. And when he promises to be there, actually he will be there because he's promised. And just as Jesus physically promised his disciples that he would die and be buried and on the third day rise again, he appeared to them to prove that what he promised had come to pass. We see in Genesis when God promised at the end of the flood. Do you remember who was involved in the flood? Noah. At the end of the flood there was a... There was a rainbow. And whenever I see the rainbow, it reminds me that God's promises are true. God is faithful. He promised that never again will he destroy the whole world with a flood. Now, there might be floods in parts, but never again will he destroy the whole world with a flood. So when we see that, remember that his promises are true. And so, sending the Holy Spirit, he promised that when you pray... That when you pray, that when you pray, then he will answer. That was his promise. Before I finish, I just want to tell you one story. Okay, so this morning we've had Caden. Where is the wonderful Caden? Are you in the house? Where are you? Give us a wave. Give us, stand up and give us a little Wave so everybody can see you and appreciate Caden. Um, there is, there's somebody else called Johnny Lawrence. Is he in the house somewhere? Where is Johnny? Johnny, okay. Johnny's, so he's a team. Just give us a wave from where you are. We all can also. Johnny was on the drums. You got the wonderful team and Rosie here. And lots of people serving at the back who you haven't seen. When I was nine, somebody asked me, what do you want to be when you grow up? I was thinking, hmm, I know what I love right now. Maybe when I grow up, I could do something like this. I love pets. I love cats. I love goats. I love chickens. You love goats. I love chickens. I love, I just love animals, but I love people too. And my heart goes out for the needy. So when I grow up, I'll just love to do anything that helps me work with people and love people and help people. I couldn't name what that was, but that's how I felt when I was nine. Then I was surrounded by lots of people because my dad was a Pentecostal bishop, okay? And they all thought, like father, like son. Has anybody ever known that kind of pressure? Okay, so you who are in this church who are leaders and have got children, sometimes they might feel that pressure. Are you going to be like your parents when you grow up? Alan Reynolds does everything. His daughter may have heard this. Are you going to do anything like daddy when you, or others? And I kept saying, no, never, not that, not that, not that. In fact, when I started to play the bass guitar, aged about 11 or 12, my favorite spot was hiding behind the band. So 60 worship team members would play and I would hide there 
And my prayer was, God, let them hear me play, but never see me. Because I was shy. One of the things that the Holy Spirit does is he comes and fills us up and gives us boldness. He gives us courage. He gives us confidence. He says, Sam, do you ever get nervous? I say, lots of times. Children, does, does anybody ever get shy or nervous about standing at the front here? Any of you? Ever? Ever? Or are you confident? No, never. Olivia, you know, never. But it's the Holy Spirit who gives us boldness. Not just to stand and do things at the front, but to say yes to Jesus and to follow him every day. He leaves the disciples back to the end of Luke's gospel and he says to them, the Great Commission, he says, go into the world and be witnesses. He said, but first, go and wait in Jerusalem until the Holy Spirit comes on you. Then you will be my witnesses. Only then. If you go out in your own power, you cannot do this. But if you wait and receive, then you will go out and do it. What I would love us to do this morning is to do something that I think is going to be exciting. You'll love it. Don't worry. I've done it and it's worked before, so you'll be fine. I'll put these things down because it's a practical thing. We'll all get involved. But like most things, when God invites us to join in, he doesn't impose his will on us. It's an invitation. So you don't have to do this if you don't want to. But it would be great to if, if it's okay with you. We're going to pray, but it's a creative way of praying. Slightly different. Okay, so here are the instructions. Fast to all of you in the congregation. Then I'll, I'll, I'll explain to the people who are going to deliver this after. So the ones who are going to receive this, what think of what you need prayer for today. Maybe for you or for somebody else. Yesterday I was walking down here to prepare for today and I bumped into somebody who is a member here. I can't remember their name. They reminded me of their name on the street and told me that their husband had just been diagnosed with stage 4 lung cancer. And so we prayed on the road. So I might mention them to God now, but you might have others. It might be you. And it could be any need. The Holy Spirit comforts, he heals, he helps, he gives us confidence to say yes to him, and many, many, many other things. It might be that you're about to leave and you need prayer to go back to whatever, whatever the situation is. Okay, so that's for you there. And here's what I would love you to do. Whenever you're ready, you've got aisles here. You can step out of your aisle, and we're going to create a little tunnel here, and you can just walk through, and the people either side of this tunnel will just pray for you. You don't necessarily have to say your prayer point. Say it to God in your heart. And all that the people will do is they'll say, come Holy Spirit, that's all. And the Holy Spirit knows your need before you even say it. So you don't have to share it here. So you just keep walking and then walk back to your seat. So that's for you. For the people who are going to do this, so I'd like to invite the children and the children's leaders. So let me see any children in the house. If you're children, so that's it. Under 15, under 14. Let's see your hands. It's good. All those who 
go to Olivia's groups. And then any of the children's leaders, let's see your hands if you're on Olivia's team. Great. Lovely. So can I invite you to stand up now, children, children's leaders, if you line up across the aisle in the center, led by Olivia and her team. So if you, if you can just line yourselves up, so you pair up, okay, face each other. So one here, for example, Daniela here, and then somebody else on this side facing Daniela, that's it, and just dot yourselves across going all the way down the aisle. Next in line, next in line, next in line, next in line. That's it. That's good. So lighten yourselves all the way going down. Tim and Rosie, if you're happy to just give us... That'll be great. Lovely. So Tim and Rosie will lead us in, in something as you're at the back there. Just join in and be prayerful and worship. And so, if you're, are you able to hold out your hands so you form a little tunnel? So stretch your, that's great. Mm. The thing is in terms of height, you might have to bend. Okay, so, so let's do this. Just drop the level a bit there. Okay, so instead of locking your hands, just raise them higher to allow people to walk through that. Can you manage that? Shall we do a practice? Um, David, are you able to walk through this just to test it out and see whether it works? Yep, either direction. Let's see, David is coming through. Can he fit? Oh, try and do it so David stays standing tall without bending. Can you manage? Oh, he's done it. Great. So, if you guys, as people come, all you say is, come Holy Spirit. So you can say it out loud, or you can Holy say it Spirit. quiet. Can you try that? One, two, three. Come Holy Spirit. Okay, so as people are coming come through, you can just say that gently. And just move back, move back so there is space. I'm coming through and I'm not going to bend. So I'm, okay, you step back, that's it. So you step back, back, back a bit, but bit more that's good so all the way just spread out you can spread yourselves down a bit more like this we're good so feel free if you would like to walk through great if you prefer to stay where you are again that's okay as i say god operates by invitation and he doesn't impose his will on us are we ready so i'm going to shall we pray together come holy spirit And when you're ready, if you would like to, please just make your way through the tunnel and go back to your seat. And just take your time slowly, slowly, and allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you.